Hello there, Faithful Fat Guy Forum listeners. Before we get into this week's episode, I just want to remind you that there are several ways you can support this show. First of all, just the fact that you're downloading the show, listening, that helps a lot. But if you could rate and review the show on whatever podcast service you're using, I would greatly appreciate that because that gets the show in front of more people. You can also share it with people you think might benefit from the show. If you are interested in investing more and supporting the show, there's a few ways to do that. First of all, in the show notes of every episode, there are links to companies and products that I am an affiliate for, that I use on a daily basis as a part of my own personal healthy journey that I feel I love sharing with all of you. And if you use those links and codes, you save a little bit and you also generate some revenue for the show. Another way is, of course, the Patreon. And the Patreon for the Fat Guy Forum is not only a way for you to show some financial support for the show, but you also get access to bonus material. And right now that includes 58 bonus episodes where I continue my conversations with the guests in the after show. And you also get a say in how the show evolves and grows. I'm thinking of changing the Fat Guy 5 soon, and I would love to get the input of all my Patreons on that. So if you are interested in that, sign up for one of the tiers of the Patreon that you're, it, you know, involves a payment. Yes, there are, you can sign up for free. I don't know why Patreon allows that, but you can do that. But you don't get access to any of the fun stuff. So sign yourself up. Link is in the show notes. And now let's get on to this week's new guest. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Fat Guy Forum. This is Gourmet, and I am here with you once again. Today, uh, I'm literally, I'm sitting down with someone who was uh, across, you know, I guess the, the vernacular is across the pond. Uh, I'm in I'm in the U.S., he's in the U.K., uh, so it's different times of day, but I'm excited we're getting to connect, and we, we've gone through some tech mumbo-jumbo getting ourselves connected for some reason. It didn't feel like it was 2024 as we're trying to make this connection today. It felt more like, I, I don't know, 1952, 1925, um, something something much older than what, we're, what we normally deal with. So I'm just glad that he's here. I'm excited for you guys to get to know him and to know his story. And I'm excited to kind of get into it too. Uh, his name is Tyrone. Tyrone, how are you doing today, man? Yes, I'm good, thank you. Um, it just, yeah, like you said it just felt very weird to, to try and get all the technical stuff. It just felt like I'm still old enough to know dial up. It just felt like we're just waiting, waiting, waiting. But we're here, and um, yeah, we're we're good. We're all good to go, and I'm good. I've just come back from the gym, had something to eat, so I am primed and ready to to spill the the beans and let's let's get on with it. Let <laughs> definitely. Yep, definitely. Let's get on with it, man. So let's get into it. First question of every episode is always the same, and that's Tyrone. Tell us what qualifies you to be on the Fat Guy Forum. Well, um, I've been sort of a fat guy from when I was a fat baby, and then a fat kid, and you know, just I've just uh, always been, you know, the big fat person, really. And <laughs> so it's just uh, my sort of. I've always been that, you know, the fat person, the big person. I've always been that person, so. You know, I know that very well, and being sort of as close to, I'd say, in American in numbers, in pounds, it's, I've, I have probably been over seven hundred pounds, um, and obviously um, UK stuff is obviously getting on for sort of forty nine, maybe fifty stone. Um, so, and I've always been big all my life, and I've actually lost weight before, um, before this in brackets this attempt. Um, and the last one I've had, I've lost um, a 
about around about half of what I've actually lost it this time. So then it all went wrong again, and then I've gone again and lost it again. And I've had it a few times where it's been on and off, on and off. But I've had two main big losses, and this being the main one. So all my life I've had problems with weight and gaining and losing and, oh. and just the struggles that we all know so it's um i think that qualifies quite well wouldn't you agree oh for sure <laughs> it, it, it definitely does man and i think you know and first of all for anyone out there this this is when i love to you know explain things to people who may be a little ignorant to terms you know because i want you to feel comfortable to use the language you're comfortable with as well um a stone oh yeah yeah, yeah. a stone is 14 pounds so you know you were at your heaviest um you know, over 700 pounds or, yeah, you know, like you were saying. I'd say around 40, that, yes. Because... In, the, in the 4850 stone range. Um, and you don't wake up there. And like you said, you grew up bigger. Like, do you, when you start to think about, you know, you're, you know, growing up bigger, like, when did you really first become conscious of the fact that, you know, whether your weight was different than other people or it was something that was, was challenging for you? Um, it's, it's kind of a strange one because I've always been big. I've always been the big person, even since I was a kid, I've always been sort of, you know, in brackets chubby. I've always been a bit just big. I've always been a big person. So I've never sort of noticed it. Like, oh, hold on a minute. People are calling me big or it's like, oh, I've never heard this before. It's, I've always, I've always had it sort of, you know, it's always been there. It's just never been not present. <laughs> In, in my life so so I've always been the big person but the difference is obviously as I've got older I've just become bigger and obviously more used to it and it's just it's just the same thing it's just you know like saying you're a boy or a girl and you're just used to that being that you know um sort of thing so it's just it's been just what I've grown up with and it's it's just a title that I've just always been just the big person you know the fat guy the big person so the person always gets noticed because of it. So, yeah. And was it, you know, do you, you know, I, and I, I think that identifying as a big person is something a lot of people listening can relate to, you know, when you, cause I've had guests on the show that gained weight, you know, after, after university or after high school, you know, after middle school, like when they were older. Uh, and then I've had people that, you know, were always big, you know, from toddlerhood to adulthood. Do you feel, you know, when did, did it, did it become at a, was there a point where, you know, it was not just, this is, you know, who I am, I'm the big person, but it was impacting your quality of life because, you know, people out there listening, you know, especially the American audience, you know, I think it's, you know, it's, it shows internationally, but the American audience is used to the television show, you know, my 600 pound life where someone who is in the weight range that you were in you know, is on television, you know, going through all these challenges and dealing with all of that, like, what was life like for you? Like when you were either that heavy or getting that heavy? Like, was it something, you know, you were very conscious of, you know, were there challenges? Like, take us into what your life was like, man. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I do. Um, I, I know my 600 pound life. Um, I've, I've watched it quite a lot. And I've seen people sort of, <laughs> Uh, it's weird to say it because I can compare myself to them in a sense of obviously weight wise, not obviously actual lifestyle and stuff, but we can obviously take points and references of certain things, which we're like, yeah, I understand that. I understand that. And I, I know the show very well. And, uh, and, you know, everyone has their, their points of where it began, or there's always like these turning points where things start happening, where it can make you go one way or the other. So for me, it was, 
um, I, I suppose it would be like big moments in, in my life um, going from what we call primary school, preschool, which is when you're sort of 11, 12, then going into secondary school, which you call high school in America. So I'm, I'm doing all the phrases here for you. <laughs> so, um, um, so, yeah, so going from sort of these big jumps from sort of primary and then to high school and stuff, um, this is where I had more of a... An, sort of a consciousness of it because obviously you're sort of more judged than you're used to because you're sort of getting older and and um it, it started making me sort of not want to do certain things because of it and just keep me sort of i don't know just make me a bit more reclusive and just not want to join in with certain things and do things i couldn't do a lot of sports stuff i couldn't do a lot of sort of activity i couldn't i couldn't do a lot of things really there's just a lot of things that i couldn't do and just i couldn't be in brackets like a normal kid i couldn't just just run around i couldn't just so i couldn't fit in certain things obviously my clothes are always different and you know i had to make do with getting clothes for like you know grown-up men and i'm sort of 10 12 years old and i'm wearing clothes that just don't fit properly and just very very singled out sort of thing and you know, it just that just continued all through my life into sort of the end of school and then into sort of proper adult life, and it just continues that same way. It's just the, the same story, just a bit different in, in in a sense of what is happening. Sort of, you know, lifestyle stuff. Sort of trying to you wanting to get a job or looking for relationships or things like that. It's just it's just multiplied from what it was when I was young, sort of thing. So. It just makes things worse because it just <laughs> reinforces what you've sort of experienced all your life. It's just a constant negative, you know. So it's yeah. Yeah, and do you think? Because here's something you know, I, I you know, I've, I've experienced talking with other guests, and you know, my own experience. Like, do you think that almost like cycle that begins of like experiencing the negativity, experiencing not being able to do things? you know, you use the word like becoming more reclusive in some ways. Do you think on some ways that like reinforced your behavior with food and, you know, the fact that you then, you know, continued to get bigger? Do you think it was almost like it started to feed into itself? Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, you know, the more that I, I, I was sort of, how can I say it, singled out and pushed away and feeling basically very alone, in a sense, that drove me more to enjoying what I liked and that was eating and I, I was lucky to sort of be able to eat what I wanted and when I wanted and how much and you know I was sort of that was my happy so every time things like this would happen like these so-called big events or these these turning points in life where people should sort of experience it the way that I didn't experience it it just sort of made me want to turn to food and and the thing that made me happy, which obviously is like eating and just being in my own sort of bubble sort of thing. Yeah. Well, what was, you know, that kind of takes us into like, what was your relationship with food like? Um, I, I, see, it's weird because I never really knew I had a problem with food. It sounds weird, obviously, <laughs> being so overweight, I never knew that there was actually an issue with food. I was, obviously, there is because I... Obviously, I let it go so far and obviously let me gain so much weight. But 
I never sort of wanted to admit, I suppose it's sort of like an alcoholic thing, if they don't want to admit there's a problem, they just, it's like, oh no, we can, I'm, I'm happy, yay, I'm, I'm enjoying my life, why, 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 it's not bothering you, is it, I, I, let me eat my food, you know, and then let me have my five minutes of happiness, and then just, then it's just over and over and over again, and just ignore the fact that there is actually a huge problem here, but, yeah, it's just, um, I didn't really realise I had an actual issue and I knew that there was a problem that's leading me to eat more and, and wanting to feel good in certain things and not actually try and address, address the actual issue, um, which is actually that, you know, the, the, the food is is my sort of, my crutch sort of thing for me to sort of lean on all the time and um, not actually sort of just look it in the eye and just deal with what's actually the problem and then deal with the little issues around it, which obviously take a long time to get over. But, yeah, there's, it's just trying to ignore all that. Don't want to listen to that. Don't want to, you know, make myself, I want to make myself feel happy. I don't want to be, I don't want more negative stuff. I just want to feel happy. So just eat. That is the happy. That was the happy. Right, and we, uh, it, and yeah. we, get, we get good at convincing ourselves of things. Like, we get really good at convincing ourselves that I am happy doing this. You know, and whereas like a, an outside observer, if you were to kind of put it all down on paper, might be like, how are you, you know, might be incredulous, you know, when they, if they were to read it, like, but it is when, and it's the thing that's hard, because I think sometimes people that have never struggled with weight to the level that we're talking about, you know, that you experience, you know, I, I was over 500 pounds, like there's, there's people that have never struggled that way, look at it and say, you know, why weren't you waking up every day screaming that I need to do something? Like, why, you know, and the reality is, is like our brains adapt. Like as human beings, we very much adapt to this. I'm, I'm getting what I feel like I need right now. I, I feel good in the moment, like you said, for that five minutes. And it seems like to get any other kind of, you know, get to a different place is going to take so much more work than just continuing where I'm at. So I, I kind of, adapt to being in that place and stay in that place yeah. and it reinforces take the it. easy way basically mm -hmm. and what yeah what was life physically like for you at your heaviest weight um well it's, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, a weird one because obviously it's um as you kind of said it you sort of get used to it and you don't sort of highlight the actual issue like oh i can't really bend too much i can't stand for too long my back's always hurting my knees always hurting my ankles hurt uh, this is swollen that's swollen you don't you don't look at these things because you just it, you seem to look at the things that, that that you can do so for for the main reason i'm alive so i'm sort of getting on with that but just ignoring all the fact that my back hurts I, it's hard for me to get off the sofa it's hard for me to lay down properly because i can't get comfortable and it's just all these different things where you just sort of just ignore the fact that, you know, you're struggling just to walk up the stairs or just walk from room to room. And, you know, yes, I could get about because I, I wasn't the one to always sit around and do nothing, but I was always trying to move and do things. So that obviously did help because obviously it stopped me from going too far to just being 100% just just not moving i did try to move which hurt and but i knew that me not doing anything that is the last step i suppose in, in me just giving up completely i was trying to my best to do some movement and try and you know just just 
just try and be a bit normal in a sense. But even though I didn't go out too often, I tried to go out quite, you know, as I'd say, regular, at least a couple of times a week if I could and just try my best just to be in brackets again normal. But it's it's it was always it was always tricky and hard. But, you know, I, I did try and do my best to actually move and I'm glad I did because it's helped me where I am now because I've not let myself go too far and it's it's kept up a level of strength um, physically that I can now use because I then had sort of strength to obviously carry around that big weight. I've obviously sort of my muscle memory sort of thing has, has remembered that. So in a sense, I'm not that size, but my body remembers that in a sense. So it's, it helps in another way. And that's me looking at the positive of being that size. Like my body remembers this. So use it for the good. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Like that idea that the fact that you did, you know, make those attempts to move and did move. And those are things, you know, because it's one of those things where at the end of the day, I know, you know, I had moments and I'm sure you can relate to this where you look back on where you were at that point and think, it's it's a miracle I'm alive right now. Like this is wild that you know I'm still here oh, fighting and I'm still yes, alive. Hundred percent. No, for sure. Yeah, it was very. It's very. I knew. I knew that I wouldn't have long left if I carried on. I knew. I knew it for a fact. You know, doctors. Doctors basically gave up in a sense because I, obviously they sort of gave up saying you need to lose weight. You need to lose weight. You know, they were saying it all my life, and then obviously. I stopped seeing the doctors more because every time I see the doctors, they'd say the same thing. So obviously I'm not going to want to go see a doctor to tell me the same thing they've been telling me for sort of 20 odd years. So I'll just be like, you know, I'll just ignore it and just, yeah, just keep, keep on doing the same thing. And I knew that, you know, I feel my heart beating in, in, you know, randomly just, I'm sitting down. I just feel like palpitations. I could feel like my, like I could feel the blood pressure because it's, it's weird to get a sort of a heartbeat in your neck and just, just, it's just like little warning signs where it's sort of like it's, it's be very careful because I can yeah it's just a weird feeling where I know that I won't have long left if I carry on and yes yeah, it's, it's either it's either live or or let it carry on no under, understood for sure man and so you you mentioned earlier that you know you've had two major attempts at weight loss so let, what the first one, like, tell us, take us into like, what what got you started there? Like, what what was there a catalyst moment? Was it just a buildup of things? And and what happened with that attempt? Well, the first main attempt, um, I was about nineteen years old, eighteen, nineteen, um, where I was basically, you know, from leaving school to then leave school around sixteen years old. So between sixteen and nineteen, I was didn't do anything so again the weight ballooned um a good few stones so probably i'd say in pound wise it's probably a good 100 150 200 pound possibly um and then obviously by that time i was just sort of sick of sick of doing the same thing and i just wanted to have a life and i'm like what life is this i want to i want to be able to go out i want to get a motorbike i want to drive a car i want to have a relationship i want to have friends you know, I literally had no one or nothing, just my family, well, family, my, my parents. So um, it was it was that moment where I was just, you know, I have to sort of, I had to do something about this because, I, I, you know, it's, it's, I need to try and get a life. So I then get my life back, but also get a life in the same sense. So 
from sort of that point, I was just becoming more conscious of what I'm eating, try and make little changes and cut this down and cut that down. And over time, I was starting to see that, oh, hold on a minute, we are starting to get somewhere here. And obviously that then sort of drives me to keep pushing and keep pushing. And, and then um, I think it was about, a, I'd say a good year, year and a half, um, you know, I was I was pretty much, pretty consistent. Obviously, there was you get some moments where it doesn't quite go right, or you know, but it's over the, the long term because this takes a long time, as you know, to gain weight and lose weight. It's at that point for me to sort of over that sort of year and a half ish, two years, I was consistent enough to lose um, around fifteen stone um, in pounds. I can't be too sure, but I'd say you know that's around. 300 pound ish 280 to three ish um so in that sense and obviously i wasn't as big as i was my, my main side so i was still overweight i was probably still um so was it i probably got down to probably around uh mid 20 stones which is around about 400 pound late freeze so i was still pretty big but from from losing around you know two or three hundred pound on top of that, I felt I felt amazing. I thought, oh wow, I've got a life. And and then from that moment, I was I was able to speak to some old school friends and make a couple of friends off the back of that. And then you know I tried to fit in a car before that moment, and I couldn't fit in the car. Uh, that that drove me on because I thought, well, I started losing weight. Let me try and start driving, and I couldn't fit in the car. Then I you know from that moment. I then kept pushing and pushing and pushing to then fast forward about a year from that point, I was unable to fit in a car. So then I was able to take my driving test and get get all my get my own car and you know, I was like, Oh wow, my life is it's just a snowball effect of feeling good and and then obviously starting to meet people, have sort of relationships and stuff and just trying to be a bit normal and it feels good. But then, you know, things happen in life where it's small things you don't realize start happening and then you start sort of sort of sliding backwards a bit and then so that's that's that was the first sort of um sort of attempt slash success um yeah. yeah so what is your perspective on you know all of those those things that you achieved and you know get you know i i it's incredible, you know, for, to hear, you know, when a person says, you know, I couldn't fit into a car and then I could like, that's a massive like change and all of its massive changes. Like what is your real perspective on why then, you know, you know, food came back into the picture and in, in, in the way that it did and you put the weight, you know, put the weight back on and more weight. Like what, when you look at what was going on, like what is your best assessment of, of, of what happened? Um, I mean, it's been a few years since obviously that first loss happened and then obviously the weight gain from it. But, you know, I I sort of can narrow it down to, well, now I can narrow it down, which is a good thing because I've learned how to sort of identify and sort of pinpoint, in a sense, the problem, what, what it caused it to obviously gain all that weight I've lost, but then near enough double. So, you know, I've gone from feeling great to then slowly gaining weight. And we're talking over the period of, I don't know, probably about five years because the whole, what happened there is I got into a relationship which I never thought I could have. You know, I was a big guy who wants to be, you know, just always looking at yourself in a, in a down, 
image, like a low image of yourself. So he thought, I'll settle for something which I'm not so sure of, just settling for something. Anyways, I carry on with that. And then, you know, in reality, it wasn't the best of relationships, but obviously I just disguised it just like you would do when you're eating all the foods and you're not looking at the problem and you're not facing the problem. So you're just disguising the problem. And what I disguised it with was food again. So then obviously I'm in a bad relationship, I'm in a bad headspace, I'm in a bad, I'm just in a bad place in life, but I'm just getting on with life. But now food's starting to creep back into it. And then the more we get on with the relationship, the more I, I turn to food and look forward to the food more than anything. And then, you know, after say two or three years, I, I gained it probably, I don't know, about 10 stones. So talking of, you know, 150-ish pound and then a few more years into it, sort of the last few years of the relationship, literally the last two, that's where I gained the most weight. I probably gained in one year probably about 10 stone. So, that's, you know, 100, 150 pounds, I suppose, again. And that's when I knew that point. I was like, something's seriously wrong here because I've, I've gained all this weight over this period of time, but I've gained all this weight in this short period of time, which is just, you know, I had a moment, I was just thinking to myself, I need to sort of take control again, which I've done before, which is obviously, because I've gone past that weight I used to be at the, the start of my first weight loss, I kind of thought, what's the point? But at that point, I was just, something's got to happen here where, you know, I really am getting to that, the final stages sort of thing where it's just now or never. So I have to become selfish in a sense. Yeah. Well, I think too, there's a perspective on it because it's not, I, I think we have to talk about, you know, for, you know, the, the scale of it all. And I don't mean scale, like weighing scale. I mean like the perspective on like the, the amounts and things along those lines, because, you know, for the average person, you know, who loses 20 pounds and sees like five, 10 pounds come back on, 20 pounds come back on, you know, they're not in a situation where, you know, it's about seeing all of these things that they achieved in life really kind of disappear slowly over time. And, you know, and like you said, it's easier now, you know, and that's why we talk about these things after, because it's, it's always easier for us as human beings, like to process things after when we learn new things and grow as people and, and, you know, and become different people in a lot of ways from where we were at different points in our lives to have perspective on what was going on. Cause when you're in the, the, again, no pun intended, the thick of it, it's not as easy to just say, whoa, this is exactly what's happening. So I know exactly what I need to do. Like there can be times, you know, during, you know, periods of, of, of extreme weight gain, like where you can even say to yourself, I know the things that I need to be doing, but just right now that's not happening. Like there's, it's just like the switch to action doesn't connect. And you have those almost like I used to describe it as like moments of like lucidity, like, what am I doing? Where is this going? But then that's when the feelings of this is, I'm so far gone at this point again, you know, turning things around and having to do all that work again, just feels exhausting. And so I'll get to it eventually. And, you know, then that eventually takes a lot longer to come, you know, that it's a different, it's a different lived experience. And, you know, so you, you come through that time and, and, you know, you put the weight back on and you, you put more on and get to a place where you realize that if you don't do something, you know, things, it, it is, you know, going to be life threatening, like in the, and even if it isn't in that moment, life threatening, it's, it's understanding that when you're over 600 pounds, there's not, near there's not long left. Pounds, yeah. Yeah. There's no thing. It's, it's not things might happen. It's when will things happen? You know, like something will happen. It's just like a lottery, you know. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's, just, it's getting close to hit the jackpot in a bad sense. 
So was it after that time that you kind of then came around to this leg of the journey that you've been on? Yeah, basically, because um, like you said, I was just sort of always putting it off. I knew because I've done it before. I knew I, I had that feeling of I need to do something about it, but I just sort of like, no, I'll get to it eventually. I've done it before. I'll get to it. I'll get it. So it's just literally just sort of like, I'll wait, I'll wait. But obviously yeah, every time I'm waiting, it's just the pounds are literally coming on weekly, we'd say, because, you know, I was gaining constantly. So it's just, you know, putting it off, putting it off. But then, yeah, that's basically got to that moment where just I thought no I have to do things for myself um not worry about the situation I mean I need to sort of be a bit more in a in the best way of saying it be a bit more selfish and look after yourself rather than trying to make other people happy or trying to trying to fit in and trying to just no just just bring it all back look after yourself deal with yourself do what you have to do to make yourself be number one in a sense to be like no I need to do this I need to do this, that, and that to make this work. And if it don't fit with other things in life, that's just, sorry, that's just the way it's got to be. I need to do this on myself. And and as you start doing these things, other things start sort of happening where they might feel like they don't help, but then they do help in a sense relationships will break up or certain people will sort of, disappear but then in a sense it feels bad at the beginning to think oh where they gone why don't they want to be with me blah blah blah. but then you fast forward these are good things these are the things that are the negative things that are bringing you or have been bringing you down and, mm -hmm. and sort of helping you be in a bad place and now sort of sort of going away sort of thing you sort of they're they're just how you gonna say it's just sort of like you're being buried and slowly these these sort of, you know, you're getting near the surface and all the bad stuff is sort of come, coming, you know, it's just falling away and you're starting to see the light in a sense. So it's like the more you keep going and keep going, it's the more you sort of like your, your, your fire just gets stronger and everything else around you just the bad stuff that was with you at that time. It's just you look back and it's all gone. It's, you know, it's, you're in, a, you're in a, a place where you never thought in your life you could be or even be even be in a you know actually happy to be sort of on your own doing your own thing uh, just just being so positive and being so like I can do this nothing's going to stop me no one's going to get in my way I'm in control of everything I, you know to feel like I'm so not in control to now being fully in control that was sort of my power in a sense because I it's me it's my control so yeah, yeah, no, and that makes sense because, and it, it's I think also hard because as human beings, like taking care of ourselves can sometimes feel selfish, in a you know, and we have a negative connotation to that. But when the real the reality of it is, is if we're we're not taking care of ourselves, we can't really take care of other people. You know, I I, I have parents, you know, guys on the show that are parents all the time, and you know, and they talk about how. You know, there was a part of them when they started to focus on their health felt like, you know, am I, am I being too selfish when I, I have to care for my family? But then they realized that being, getting into that place of selfishness allowed them to take care of their family in a better way, allowed them to be there, to be more present, you know? And I think for yourself, it's realizing like to be more present in life, sometimes that takes, that takes some focus and it also takes, you know, and this is the hard, hard thing is like realizing that there are people and actions and things in our lives 
that were reinforcing keeping us where we were before, you know, and that's not saying that there are people actively trying to keep someone there, but it's a part of the pattern of behavior that they may not even realize that they're participating in sometimes, but that's how we're using that relationship with them. And so we have to change some of those things because this isn't, again, we're not talking about losing 20 pounds. You know, we're not, we're not talking about you had, you know, a a stone and a half to lose. You had two stone to lose. Like we're talking the amount of weight that you needed to lose to save your life is the more weight than the average overweight person. You know, like it wasn't like you were just, you know, needing to, to, (laughs) to shed a couple stone and, you know, to get ready for the beach for the summer. Like this was about, you know, you undertaking a project to find not just like find your way back to life, but ensure that you're going to have that time and ensure that you're going to be there and be there for the positive relationships that you want to build. So my question that kind of comes up in there is, you know, were you, so this again, you know, I love, you know, cause I talked to a lot of people that have had different attempts at weight loss and weight loss and regain and, and pieces along those lines. Like this journey that you're, you know, this leg of your journey that you're on right now, was it, I believe from the information that I've seen and you sent to me, it was, was it around six years ago that you really got started again? It's yeah, it's pretty much about six years. It's nearly near enough to sort of the anniversary in a sense where I sort of, um, sort of in a sense, not really uh, started, but it's the point where I noticed this feels like it's working this time. Cause as you know, there's many start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. So, you know, at, at that point, this was in, in, in a sense, Oh, this could be the one. This could be it. I could be doing it. So, yeah, it's it's pretty much getting on for you know, a few months off. It's pretty much about six years since I sort of started noticing that. Hold on a minute, this is working. Let's keep trying. Let's keep going. Come on. So, and and people yeah. people love details uh, as we talk about these things. Um, for you, what did you know? Starting to work on having a healthier life again look like? You know, what was was there? a food plan of any kind you were following, you know, were you immediately, you know, were you incorporating exercise early on? Was that something that came later? Like what did, what did things look like for you when you kind of got back to working on this? Yeah. Cause it's always one of them, um, sort of weird ones. Well, it's, it's probably the modern day version of it always where there's many diets out. There's so many different diets, you know, there's, there's, there's a diet for everything and everyone. There's so many different, you know, crazy diets it's just all sorts of diets and i've and i would pretty much say i've tried them all when i was bigger obviously you lose a few pounds here and there and then obviously it don't work because you're restricting yourself so much you end up eating you just basically go you sort of you know one step forward two steps back kind of thing with all these different diets but then i got to a point of trying all these different diets i'm just sort of sick of trying to follow certain plans and certain ideas i'm just you know i'll just let me let me try and do something myself again similar to what i did my previous attempt but obviously these days I've got more of an understanding of foods. So let me just sort of back to basics, you know, calories in, calories out. I need to basically, because I'm so big, I, I could easily cut my calories straight in half. That would instantly give me some results. So I was just looking at all the basic foods that I'm eating and going, I don't need to have these huge share bags of crisps. I don't need all these big chocolate bars. I don't need to take away every night. I don't need to don't need to eat so much you know and I, I obviously I, I was very hungry trying to cut back on all these things i'm used to eating so much but i was just basically trying to keep it basic have my set meals you know sort of two to four meals a day and basically wait till i actually felt hungry rather than just constantly eat where i've 
rarely feel hungry. And even when I did used to feel hungry in my bigger days, I wasn't actually hungry. It was more of a, I think I'm eating. Now. I think I'm going to eat. I, I sort of eat before I eat, and then I'll eat after I've eaten. So it's, it's never a point of being, am I hungry or am I not? Or just sort of, I just feel a bit snackish. So bit, so obviously I, I have to get in a sense of get in touch with my my sort of inner sort of stomach and mind sort of thing is sort of, as I said, go back to basics and just really focus on, right, let me just, in a sense, not to sound like it, this works, but basically eat nothing in a sense of like sort of cut it way back to to near enough, you know, nothing. So it feels, I can actually feel hungry. I can actually feel like proper hunger and then I can be, you know, have a plan of myself of what I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat good proteins. I'm going to eat a nice big filling meal. So good carbs, good proteins. Because I knew these things, you know, good solid meals would be good for me. And, and just, like I said, cut out all the bad takeaways and all the extra stuff, all the crisps and, as you say, chips and the chocolates and all the cakes and all these things where I'll just eat every day on top of food. So I wasn't, you know, going crazy with all and out I was just very conscious of what I was eating and taking away a lot of the bad stuff and that sort of got me going because obviously I was seeing results was happening I was feeling satisfied food wise and then with the with you know these days you go, you got google so I was just looking online on certain what things I should be eating how much I should eat and sort of gave myself a calorie limit um and then I sort of worked my meals to fit these calories and fast forward months and months I'm, I'm losing weight still i'm feeling good and obviously like i said you keep looking on google getting more information because as time goes on you're just constantly learning all these different things some of these things online are just you know they're, they're nonsense they don't they're a lot of time wasting but you know i'm, I'm i was here for it. i was there trying all these different techniques and methods i'm like well who's going to try it who's going to Who's going to say if it, if, it, if it works or not? But myself. So I just thought, let me just try these things. And as long as I'm seeing results and I'm learning, whether it's whether it works or don't, at least I've learned that it either does or don't work. Or I can sort of sort of get an idea of a food and and make it work my way. Or so yeah, it's just a constant learning curve as I'm going. So. You know, it's not, it wasn't a constant like loss every single week because there was moments where I was trying a slightly different diet. I was tweaking this, I was tweaking that, and so yeah, it was just a constant line of trying in and, and a few areas here and there. But it's constant knowledge. That's the main thing that I kept picking up through the whole time is learning different things and looking back over over the period of time. I was just like, I've learned so much, and I now know. Well, I shouldn't eat all that. I I'm learning the actual caloric values of food and, and how oh, this is good for you protein wise that's that's not good for you calorie wise and you know maybe i shouldn't eat that and that will fill you up more and just just good food bad food and how much i need for myself rather than just eat everything and just wait till i'm full and i might not even be full and it's just looking back and thinking wow i actually i actually feel sort of normal to just be like well i'm gonna eat I feel satisfied. I'm done, <laughs> rather than just constantly just eat and pick and eat and pick. So, yeah, it's just like I said. Over time, you just learn a lot about everything about yourself, your diet, diets in general, and still doing it to the day, to, to today even. Yeah, so it's, it's all constant learning curve. Well, isn't that that that's one of the things that's really I think important, essential for any person 
that embarks on a weight loss journey is having that desire to learn, apply things, see what works for you, discard the things that don't, and continue the hunt, you know, to find what is going to work for yourself. Like it's, it's that through line of not giving up because I think too often, and I think this especially happens when people glom on to like a specific diet or something along those lines. And they can, if, if they don't see the the immediate result they want to see, then immediately their thought is, uh, well, the diet failed, so it didn't work. I can't do this. Like, and immediately go to that place of negativity instead of, I still, I still want to achieve my goals. It's still important for, you know, especially if you're, you're, your health or weight is in a life-threatening position. I still want to get to that place where I'm thriving and living. So yeah, that didn't work for me, but I need to continue learning. I need to continue trying something. I need to continue trying to find the right path for myself. And it's being willing to be an active learner in the process, I think is the number one essential thing for every person out there. Like never as human oh, yeah, beings. Yeah, yeah. Don't, just, just, don't just get disheartened by the, the first the, the first sign of failure. You can't just be like, well, that didn't work. I'll just leave it. You have to keep going, keep going, keep going. Never give up. And don't expect success to be handed to you. Like the, the quote unquote answers to everything are not just going to be handed to you on a silver platter where someone's going to say, this is exactly what you need to do to exactly get to where you want to be. Like you need to understand that it is about finding the things like even when you get to what you were talking about, about, you know, this is, you know, what this was, you know, I, I found out when I was hungry and I ate and found satiation. Like, what are the things that give me those feelings? Like for one person, it can be in one direction. And for another person, it can be in another direction. How many calories do my bot does my body need to lose weight? Like, because you, like you said, at, at almost 700 pounds, your caloric, the amount of calories that you can eat to significant, lose a significant amount of weight is going to be different than that person who is starting at, you know, 200 pounds. Like it's knowing yourself where you're at and being willing to do that work to continue keeping yourself because it also sets you up for sustained success. You know, you have all of that information. You have all of that. I was learning so much because I knew, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Knowledge will just obviously help you in the short term, but it will help you mostly in the long term because this is all about long-term success, not just a short-term quick diet, you know, just lose the weight and I'll be done. It's a constant cycle of yo-yoing, but obviously I'm like, no, this this is it for me. I'm, I'm losing the weight. I'm done with this. I'm not going to do this a third time. I'm not, <laughs> not going to let it all go wrong again. This is it. I'm learning and I'm going and we'll do it the right way and forever. And so what has your success been like, man? Like, you know, share with, share with the people listening, like, so, you know, starting in that 700 pound neighborhood, like where, where are you, you know, where did, where have you gotten to? Like, what, what are things look like for you today? Um, well, mainly say that the, the main sort of, um, sort of in the so five, six years I've been doing this, the main sort of weight loss was sort of two to two and a half years where I've lost in, in a sense that the weight, um, the most sort of 20 ish odd stone and well, it was about two, 250 ish pound ish three on, well, get on for 300, I'd say, but, um, that's when I started sort of getting into walking and moving about more and just trying to get a bit more active and trying to, cause I knew that an active lifestyle of some sort, complements a, a healthier 
you know, sensible diet because we don't have to all eat perfect. You know, food is, you know, there is enjoyment in food and I enjoy food. I love food. I'm never going to stop loving food. I'm still going to eat the foods I enjoy, but I'm very conscious of what the food will do to me and what it consists of sort of nutrient wise. So I knew that I had to balance the this whole lifestyle with, with you know, activity she's just just even just generally walking and just being generally more active you know taking the stairs and just being more conscious of actually moving about and doing stuff and then that's obviously snowballed into actively aiming for a certain step goal because i remember when i got my first fitbit i was like i'm going to use this fitbit to to give me a goal so i'm like right three thousand steps and i was like wow it's a lot of steps Fast forward a few months, I'm like, 5,000 steps. Fast forward a few more months, I was like, wow, 8,000 steps. I'm going to do 10,000 steps one day. And then done the 10. And then from then, it's just, I'm sort of doing 7 to 12 without really, you know, an effort. Because I, it's just become a, sort of a natural habit thing where I'm just constantly moving and doing stuff. And not just not, you know, it doesn't just happen overnight. It takes a long time to become sort of that sort of way and then with all that you know I started wanting to change my body shape again because obviously you know I've got like I've got a lot of loose skin and and I knew that I want to feel healthier and stronger and I've always had a uh, sort of a passion for sort of strength and being strong and obviously I couldn't do it at that size because I was so big I was like well, what's the point and I barely lift myself up rather than lift the weight what's the point so I started um, sort of about four years ago. Started really sort of trying to make an effort to just pick up some some weight. Just generally, just pick up things and just trying to consciously get stronger. And then, you know, a, a good year of that. Then lockdown happened, which was the perfect time because I was literally just starting a gym, and I was like, well, I could have. There was two ways of me to go. I could have either carried on and just thought. Let me just try and see what I can do at home with some weights, get some dumbbells and just see how how I get on on my own. Again, put your head in that mind space to just write, right, no excuses, you know, I'm going to get on with it and see where I can, where it will take me. Or I could have gone the other way and thought, oh, lockdown's happened, all the gyms are shut, let's leave it till it's open. But I went the right way and, and carried on pushing and from when the gyms opened again, I was straight back to the gym and... Obviously, they closed a couple of times here and there, but since they've been opened for sort of a good three and a bit years now, I've, I've been solid, constantly training. And if anything, now I'm at a point where I'm training more times than I ever thought I would. My body's responded to it well. I'm just, it's just, and I look back to, to, from the beginning, I'm just, I, I don't recognise who I was, if that makes sense. It's just, yeah. You know the, the the how I'd you know the the kind of just the way I the way like if I was to look at myself, not being myself if that makes sense, I'm I'd look at myself and be like, how did that person do that? How 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 do they go from that to this? Like I, I I find it hard to believe myself sometimes that how I've come so far. It's just I just sort of don't believe it. But then I'm like, well, I did it. You know, it's hard work, but I have done it and I'm still doing it and I'm still going. I'm still got big goals to hit and it's a constant, you know, I always want to, in a healthy sense, always keep pushing and keep pushing. And my main thing is I always say, never give up, always push. You never 
settle for less you know if, if you've got more give it if you want something really work for it you, you'll get it if you really work for it and even if you don't get it you, you're very close to getting it and you've learned lessons along the way and to the point I am now it's just uh, it's just it's just a crazy feeling of really being sort of content and happy and just feeling very proud of myself overall because it's took a long time to feel actually proud to do something where it's sort of I'm actually proud of what I've done rather than be like you know sort of hide yourself in the in the distance and be like you know don't look at me don't want to be noticed I'm like no I do want to be noticed now I want to be like this is what I have done you know <laughs> well, sort of thing yeah you I mean you've you've done some incredible work that you should be proud of and I think it and it's it's one of those funny things to me because I think you know, when we talked about you being at your heaviest and being in that place, that mental place of being able to just accept it as normal, you know, and it, the behavior around food is normal and those things. I think on some levels like that coping mechanism backfires on us when we've made a massive transformation, you know, towards the healthier place, because you do sometimes lose sight of all the work that you did, you know going to the gym, making good food choices, all of those things start to just feel like normal and that's just what you do. So you can start to get really comfortable. And it's when you get into that place of being really comfortable that you, your guard can slip and things can get challenging. And so it is important to step outside of yourself sometimes and not just say, I don't, you know, not let it just end at that observation of, I don't recognize who I was, you know, how did I get from there to here? It's answering that question. Like I, I did hard work, you know, I did, I made hard choices. I faced challenges. I climbed mountains, you know, literally sometimes like I did these things to get me to where I am today. And it's the work that I'm doing that keeps me where I am today because it's not forgetting, you know, it, cause then it's when we start to beat ourselves up, like, you know, cause you talked about like feeling proud of the work that you did. And I think sometimes you see, and you'll see people, you know, influencers or people who have like the hardcore messages online. They're like, you know, you, you got up and went to the gym today, you, you ate right, great, you should be doing that anyway, don't feel good about that, you know, push yourself harder. And it's realizing though, when you have spent decades of not taking care of yourself, you should feel good about taking care of yourself. Because that carries you a lot further than just denigrating yourself, you know, and kick trying to kick yourself and say you're not doing enough. It's acknowledging that I and it, it doesn't mean you say it's not saying that I've done all this hard work, and this hard work is enough. It's saying, look at all I've done so far. Can you imagine what I can still do? Like as a person, like yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm amazed yeah. by what I've done so far. I can only, I can't even imagine what I'm going to do next. And I'm excited for it. And I'm driven to keep doing it. Yeah. Nothing's out. Nothing is out of reach now. It's just anything I want to sort of do, I, I can do it. And it's this amazing feeling to be sort of, you know, oh, let me just try and do this or let me try and aim for this weight or I want to go for this walk. I want to try and, you know, do these big long walks or things like this. I'm just, well, I'm going to try it. I'm, nothing's going to stop me. And if, if I do it, I do it. If I fail, I fail. At least I've tried. I'm, I'm not going to stop and give up and think, oh, I can't do this. It's, it's a completely different way of thinking now. No, 100%, man. Which, you know, actually brings me to a question I have about, you know, the completely different way of thinking now. Like, we talked about the the place that food held in your life, you know, being the only thing that at times were the, was the only thing that could bring you happiness. Like, what are the things for Tyrone now that bring you happiness? Um, I mean, 
one of the, I mean, the, there's there's a few things, but for me, it's um, I'm happy to, to obviously to to be me. I'm happy to I'm happy in my own skin if that makes sense. I'm happy sort of um, knowing what I've done and what I've achieved and how hard I've worked and 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 sort of the consistency and dedication I've put into sort of getting the results I want and that's a it's a huge um, sort of self pride and that, that that's you know the massive for me. But then also what comes with it is people that are around me, sort of family, are sort of proud of you for what you've done. And that makes you feel happy. And obviously being, uh, you have my, my relationship, I've got the best relationship I've ever had. And it just feels so good because I'm happy in myself and I can sort of give that to that person. And just, it's, it's an amazing feeling to, because you sort of get back what you give and, and, and I can give the love that I, I, I can give because I love myself. And, not to sound too deep about it all, but it's, it's true. You know, you have to really love yourself in the sort of, you know, before you can actually love someone else or give them the love they deserve because you, you sort of, yeah, it goes hand in hand. And then things like that, I, I enjoy getting, I literally enjoy the outdoors. I just enjoy being outside. I enjoy walking. These things I thought years ago, I was like, why would I want to walk? Why would I walk outside? But now I love outside. I love listening to the birds. I love feeding the sun, just small things that everyone takes for granted. I just love these, going to the beach, getting in the sea, it, <laughs> driving, fitting in a car, you know, thinking, oh, take things, like you said, take these for granted, that I actually fit in a car. You know, I, I can still fit in a car. I can, you know, <laughs> just small things. You know, I love obviously going to the gym and keeping fit and trying to better myself. It's just so many things which I just love to do. And these, all these things that I do, I do because I want to do and I enjoy doing. And they just reinforce sort of all the positive and happy stuff. I don't, I've I, I, I sort of anything that's I don't want to do or I don't like doing, I want to minimize that if at all, if I can get rid of it possibly. But if I can't, I will sort of keep that to a low and then just get on with the things that do make me feel good and, you know, make me feel that me really to, to make myself sort of be as happy as I can be because, you know, yeah, to truly be happy, to, to, to you know, to be happy, really. You need yeah. to be happy to be happy, if that makes sense. So, it's just, you know, it's just no. the things that surround it. Well, I think it does make complete sense. And I think it goes back to something that you said earlier, too. Like, you know, when you talk now about, you know, happiness, you know, from the relationships that you're in and in your relationships with family and, and other people in your life. Like, I think one of the things that sometimes people don't think about is when you're when you're in that place of, you know, your, your eating habits and your weight are threatening your life, you know, and other people who care about you are seeing it. On some levels, we become reclusive from our connections to those people because we don't want to open the door for them to share that message of, I'm worried about you, I'm concerned about you. It's like you, you can only hear that so much. You can only hear those things. And even, I think sometimes if they're not even actively saying it, we just, we're assuming that they want to say it. So we, we pull back from some connections in our lives. And when you're in that place where you're taking care of yourself and you're showing yourself love and you're able to, you know, acknowledge your behavior and learn and continue to grow in a lot of ways, like relationships, you know, between ourselves and the people in our lives can grow stronger because we're not holding barriers. We're not keeping the same barriers in place. Like we're not so concerned about insulating ourselves from opinions and things along those lines. Like, we can open ourselves up to more and like, and that's a harsh truth. I think, you know, some people hearing that and they're like, well, 
you know, your loved ones care about you no matter what. And that is 100% true, but it's how we receive that love when we don't really love ourselves that changes. So when we can get to that place where you care, truly care for yourself and you can understand, you know, when you care enough about yourself, then it starts to become easier to understand why other people care for you. You know, you, your, your value isn't yeah, just why, yourself. Why you comment on certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 100% man. And I'm cu- you know, one of the things, you know, I, I'm, I'm curious of just to hear your thoughts on is like, there, there may be someone listening to this show who is where you were when you, when you were just getting started, you know, or living that, living that life, you know, whether they're 500, 600, 700 pounds, you know, 30, 40, 50 stone, like they're feeling trapped in that place. Like part of sharing your story is, is about also sharing what you've learned, you know, for other people to hear, like, what do you, what is the message you would want to send to that? person um who's out there listening who is in that place well the main thing that i I would always say to someone or you know say to would like to hear it sort of said to me you know in them days where i was at sort of my lowest point is just you know you have to it's hard to say it but you have to really really be positive you know, it, you're so in a negative mindset, you know, you just brush all the negative away, you just eat all your food, it's, you don't want to, you know, be anything else other than sort of how it is, so it, you need to sort of look at things positively and say to yourself, right, I can do this, I will do this, and you just have to just do what, what you know will work and just don't stop. You know, you just have to keep going, never give up and never settle for just, you know, am I working hard enough? Am I doing enough? You just have to keep going because the main thing is you just have to keep going. There will be moments, many times you will fail, but you don't fully fail unless you quit, unless you stop. You know, if you just give up, that's when it's, you know, as long as you just keep going, just don't give up. It don't matter what anyone says or how you feel about yourself. You just need to consistently do the same thing that does work over and over again. You can fail as many times as you like, but it's not true failure unless you just completely quit. You know, unless you unless you say to yourself, right, I'm done, then okay then. But then if you really, really want it bad enough and you really do want it bad enough, no matter what, and you want to do what's what's needed, then you just have to really dig deep and just keep going constantly, one day at a time, one meal at a time, literally just keep going. Just That is all I can say, you just have to keep going. It's just, you can't just stop, start, stop, start. As long as you keep going, that's the main thing. Just don't give up sort of the hope. You just need to be very positive about it. You know, even when there's a bad day or a bad thing, you need to look at the positive in it, but keep going. 100% 100% agree with that, man. I love it. Tyrone, is there is there anything in your, your journey that we haven't had a chance to talk about yet today that you were hoping we would get to during this discussion? Um, I mean, oh, we spoke about so much, it's hard to sort of um, get into certain things. Um, yeah, I mean, I sort of, I like the questions being asked to me, <laughs> um, sort of 
for me to sort of be it's not like on the spot sort of thing but I just don't really know where else because you know I, it's so many things that I enjoy doing and, and you know how I'd like to get the message across to people whether they sort of need to lose a few pound or if, you know a few hundred pound or just basically I'd love to be at the position where I you know I can help people sort of know that there is a another side to it and yeah that I'm, I'm I'd like to sort of make that a bit of a career eventually um, at some point. So, yeah, all these, like I said, all these years of doing this and learning all this knowledge and putting it to good use and, you know, spread the spread the, the positiveness and just the can-do attitude. Well, and, and I think that that is apparent, you know, when people find you online, you know, when they, you know, I found you on, you know, we connected on Instagram, like, you know, that, that is the clear message in, in everything that you're putting out there, man, and sharing your experience. And I think coming on and having these discussions and being able to let people, you know, because it's, it's not only that every person who needs to lose, you know, hundreds of pounds needs to hear your story, but the person that needs to lose a dozen, you know, 10, you know, needs to lose 10 pounds, yeah. or one stone, like it's understanding that everything that you've said is still applicable, you know, and it's, there's still lessons in there for every person. Oh yeah. So if people do want yeah, to connect, definitely. yeah. If if they want to connect with you, man, and find you, where do people find you? Um, my main, my main sort of place to be found is on Instagram. Um, it's transforming Thai, transforming underscore Thai. Um, that's my main place. Um, I'm starting up. Um, well, I have got a YouTube channel, but I've um, been toying with the idea of um, putting some videos up and getting that going. Um, so. I have the same name on it on uh, YouTube, so you know I've got no subscribers or anything on that at the minute. But um, I'm pretty sure it can be found. Um, but I'll be putting something up there very soon, um, so I'm going to start putting videos up there soon. So, yeah, the main place is Instagram and um, YouTube of the under well transforming tie literally. There, well, there's no one else like that, so it should be pretty easy to find. <laughs> Well, I will make sure uh, to put links in the show notes for this episode so people can connect with you, man. Tyrone, I end every episode with five questions I call the Fat Guy Five. Are you ready for your run through those questions? Yep. Okay, so Let's here start. we go. Here we go. Here we go, man. Question number one, living or dead, who is your favorite fat guy? Ooh. Hmm. Uh, that is a very tough one. Um... I can't remember his name now. Um, I can't remember the actor, but he plays Hagrid in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Oh, see <laughs> um, now, of course, I'm going to blank. I'm going to blank. Is it, blank is, it of, is it Robbie Coltrane? It is. It is. It is I'm the late sure. Robbie Coltrane. Yes. Is it? Yeah. Thought so. Yeah. Yes, that's him because I used to watch him before Harry Potter as well. He was. He's always had that. Yeah, I've always, I've always, always loved. So yeah, and obviously Harry Potter just and just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a perfect oh, yeah. character. <laughs> he, he, he was for sure. That's so, yep. I, I love that Michael answer. Man. There we go. There we go. Question number two, Tyrone. What is something about yourself that you love? <laughs> um, I mean, there's not San Miguel, but there's many things that I love about myself. But um, I love that. I love my sort of my my drive. Um, I love that the fact that you know, I'll just nothing's nothing's sort of too hard i'll just you know really keep going and pushing and pushing and pushing i just love that sort of 
my determination. I really love that 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 part of me where it's just sort of an animal. It's just I just need it. It's got to go. There's no sort of stopping me. You know, it's just yeah, very very um, sort of focused on 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 things. So yeah, I'd say that. I like it, man. No stopping me. <laughs> definitely, man. Definitely. Question number three. On this journey and this this learning journey you've been on, man, what do you think is the number one new habit that you've built? Um, hmm, the number one. I suppose it would just be sort of... This, that's a very tricky one as well. Number one habit. I suppose... I mean, it all comes down to really food, uh, how it comes down to it. It's just knowing, you know, knowing when enough's enough and just being very, very conscious of what I'm doing food-wise. So, you know, I'd, I'd say it's just an understanding of, of just food in general. She's sort of just very mindful of food, if that's, if that's, if that's good enough. It's um, it's a hard thing to pinpoint and say what exactly it is, but it's just to be very understanding of, in a sense, understand the enemy because you know, in a sense, it's not an enemy, but you know, back in the day, you look at it and be like, this is the enemy. So, in a sense, it's just like living with the enemy and understanding it, a hundred percent. Had to live with it mutually in a nice way, you know, get both out of it what you want to get from it, rather than just ruling your life and just feel like it's taking control. There we go. Question number four, Tyrone. What is one goal you have for the next year that is not health, fitness, or weight loss related? Um, well, ooh, I would say I want to get my qualifications in sort of personal training sort of thing. So like I said, I want to mm -hmm. help others better themselves, whether it's sort of diet-wise. I think I've got that pretty... <laughs> Pretty, pretty uh, on there, you know, diet-wise, motivation-wise, but obviously learn more in, in the sort of, I know it goes back to fitness stuff, but the whole point of it is to help others. So I'd, I'd want to get some more for qualification so I can, uh, you know, sort of officially help people as well as obviously having my, my life learning skills so I can come at it with a different angle of being, look, you could achieve similar results and you could, you know, have 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 a certain mindset and how to deal with things, not just be some chiselled six pack bloke, mm -hmm. just to be like, you know, listen to me and let me do what you know, blah 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 blah. So yeah, it's just to help others and get some qualifications in that. That would be that is my definite big step next. I like it, man. I like it. And last question, and honestly, you kind of answered this one a little bit already. So I'm going to ask it, and if your answer is the same, that's completely okay. Uh, but the final question for the Fat Guy Five is if you could go back and talk to Tyrone on the first day of, of this leg of your weight loss journey, you know, what is a message you feel that he needed to hear? Yes, I get that because um, obviously I've sort of said it already, yeah. but um, I'll sort of, um, the, way I, the, the way I sort of say it is similar to what I've said already, but it's, 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 you just need to, be very, very aware. You need to now sort of wake up, yeah. Snap out of it. Mm -hmm. Wake up. This is this is it now. Just 
<laughs> in, in a nice way, get a yeah. slap around the face and just be like, right, come on, chop, chop, wake up. This is it now. This is, let's go. Day one, meal one. Let's go. There we go. Well, Tyrone, I want to say a big thank you for coming on the show, sharing your journey and all of the lessons that you learned with, with the people listening today. I just really appreciate it, man. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's, yeah, it's been it's been nice. It's obviously it's been nervous because obviously I've sort of not really had a chance to sort of give my sort of sort of information and stuff about, about my my life, and my journey and stuff. So yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. I just really enjoyed it and sort of listened to you quite a lot. And I'm like, well, yeah, this is this is nice to sort of have my story and stuff, and hopefully it helps someone else. And you know, yeah, it's all it's all about helping others and wanting to. Just do the best you can and just, just yeah, just just live a, live a life we all deserve. <laughs> well, that sounds good, man. And I, I, like I said, I appreciate it and, and appreciate you listening and, and now being a part of, of, of this experience. And our conversation isn't ending. We are going to jump over to the Patreon after show. For those of you that are Patreons, you get to hear the guests decompress. You know, this was, this was Tyrone's first time on a podcast. How's he feeling about that? We're going to talk about it. So join us over on the Patreon after show. Remember, my friends, all of Tyrone's contact information will be in the show notes today. You can also reach me on Instagram at GourmetGhostKeto. You can find me on X at GourmetGhostKeto. You can email the show at thefatguyforum at gmail.com. And after you take care of all of that today, my friends, go out there, do something today to amaze yourselves because you're the most amazing people that I know. Then catch us here on the next episode of the Fat Guy Forum. Mm-hmm.